All right, is it is it rolling? Do you, are you recording? Yeah, yeah, man, it's recording. Just talk. Very good. Hello, America. It's me, Thabodias A. Starred, the embodiment of an only hope for America. And welcome to America, the podcast presents Road Trip, a journey to the frontier. Can you explain why we are on a journey to the frontier? Ah, uh, yes. Let me quickly recap any of you bad Americans that missed my very important teaser episode. You see, every ten years, the embodiments of the states, yes, there are embodiments of each state and American territory, and I have mentioned that multiple times on my show over the years, but in the event that you have missed that or are quite confused, I will be doing segments this very important America the podcast season, explaining about how my, uh, very important life works. There, you happy? I mean, I wasn't asking for it. For better or worse, I'm knee-deep in this life. Like, I mean, I've got the phone numbers for the head of SEAL Team 6 and Santa Claus in my phone, and I think I can call in a drone strike anytime I want? Indeed you can, yes. God, I love and hate that. Um, but yeah, I'm sure the audience will love to hear more about you. Of course they will. Anyways, uh, where was I? Ah yes, I was explaining the voting system. Every ten years, the embodiments of each state and territory vote on whether or not to keep me, Thabodias A. Starred, the embodiment of an only hope for America, the embodiment of and only hope for America. However, this time one of these states and or territories, well, not and or, just or because it was only one of them, one of the states or territories voted against me. When that happened, my very large and very important bank accounts were frozen and my time travel abilities turned off, which is why Tim and I here are currently in Delaware instead of witnessing my very important perspective of the American frontier. forgot about that theme. Oh, Lord. Okay, um, so why are we in Delaware first, and where are we for the audience's sake? Ah, uh, yes. We are here in Delaware because I have decided to visit each state and territory in order of when they joined the American Union. As for where in Delaware we are specifically, we are here at my mansion in Dover. I tried to keep a mansion or a state in every capital, or at least near it. Right on. Um, well, I guess since we flew here from Texas on the jet, um, we'll take one of your cars as our road trip car? Indeed. I figured we would take one of my cars here to Pennsylvania, switch it out there, and keep doing that from state to state, unless we have to fly. Oh, yeah, okay, that would be fun. Uh, wh where are your cars? In the garage, of course. Right this way. Oh, right on. Um, how long has it been since you've been here? Oh, um, since 1954? Wow. Oh, yeah, I actually don't get to all of my estates that often. Um, plus, it's, you know, Delaware. Oh, wow. Well, then what kind of cars are in the garage? Well, take a look for yourself. Oh my god, they're all from the 50s. And the 40s. Dude, why do you have so many of them? Ah, I would periodically have any assistant I've had over the years just buy one of every car, so I've, um, accrued a few of them. Well, if you've done that, you've accrued every car, ever. Uh, yes, indeed. That is true. Jesus, so all of these have been sitting here since 54? Do any of them work? They should. I keep a staff of people at each one of my homes to tend to things while I'm away and keep everything in working order. Although I haven't been here in 70 years, so hopefully they're still alive. I mean, I left them money for pizza. Although I don't think pizza had been introduced to Delaware at that point. Ah, I'm sure it's all fine. Which car do you want to take? Uh, oh my god, that one. That one right there, that is rad. Ah yes, the 1951 Allard P2 Safari, in cream. 
We will post a similar one on our Instagram so that you can see what Tim and I are driving across this American country. That said, while my hopefully alive staff loads up our car so we can begin our journey, you the American people and people abroad who are also listening, can listen to an old faithful of a segment, Semi-Important Questions. This semi-important question comes from Little Angela from Carson City, Nevada. Little Angela writes, Dear Mr. Thebedias, who is Uncle Sam? Signed, Little Angela, Carson City, Nevada. Well, Little Angela, his name was Sam Wilson. He was the American Army's meat man during the War of 1812 and hailed from Troy, New Jersey. He was also briefly up for the embodiment of an only hope for America, until I lobbied against him, but when he lost, I made him America's propaganda poster. And by making him the poster, I quite literally mean I performed a magic spell to trap Samuel inside the poster, and he has been trying to get out ever since. That's why he's pointing his finger. He's trying to poke his way out. Next. This semi-important question comes from Little Johnny from Edmond, Oklahoma. Little Johnny writes, Dear Mr. Thebedias, who were your parents? Signed, Little Johnny, Edmond, Oklahoma. Well, Little Johnny, my mother is Lady Liberty McGillicuddy starred and unlicensed surgeon. She got into it as a hobby and would trade notes with Benjamin Franklin. Now she operates on all the Illuminati types, thanks to a good old reference from yours truly. Love you, Mama. She doesn't listen. As for my father, who died when I was but a lad, he was Captain Lord Ulysses Arbuckle Corn Witherston Stard, a professional thief and mercenary in his young age and personal pirate assassin to the King of England until he was killed by Pirate Queen Anne Bonny in 1750. Now, those of you listening will say that Anne Bonny died in the 1720s. Absolutely false. The rumors were true and Anne Bonny actually escaped from prison and my father was tasked with finding her. Towards the end of his journey, my father had tracked down Anne Bonny to South Carolina, but alas, she was waiting for him and had set an explosive booby trap. My father, Captain Lord Ulysses Arbuckle Corn Witherston Stard, was killed instantly. I myself tracked down Anne Bonny during the Revolutionary War and found her in 1782. When I found Her Majesty the Pirate Queen, I, well, took care of things. Maybe I'll visit that scene of my very important life when I get my powers back. Next. This semi-important question is from Little Donovan from Pittsburgh, New Jersey. Little Donovan writes, Dear Mr. Thebedias, how many people have you killed? Signed, Little Donovan, Pittsburgh, New Jersey. Well, Little Donovan, I assume you mean in the confines of war, of which I have fought many. I am also of the belief that only total nerds and losers keep up with their body count. However, if I had to put a number on it, I would say it's around, oh, 17,294 and 306 dismemberments, but who's counting? And, fun fact, that number quickly jumps into the hundreds of thousands if you factor in my oversight of the Manhattan Project. Anyways, this has been Semi-Important Questions. Man, we're back, and I'm waiting for Tim to leave. Are you ready to go? I'll be there in a second. Just start the car. I gotta pee. Of course he does. All right, well, while we wait for Tim to defecate or something, you can go to this very important commercial and fill my pockets with American cash. We'll be right back. It's America, the podcast. This episode of America, the podcast is brought to you by the fight for democracy, the fight for democracy, telling authoritarians to fuck around and find out for over 2000 years. We're back. 
Oh, uh, the map says turn here, Timothy. Ah, right on. Oh, man, this steering wheel is huge. Um, okay, uh, do you want to tell the audience where we are going? Ah, yes. We are headed to an ice cream shop in downtown Delaware to meet Dave Richards, the embodiment of an only hope for Delaware. Dave Richards? I thought it was going to be something weird like Gatheba... Gatheba uh, uh... what? I mean, man, you know your name's weird. Nobody is named Thebadias. You are the only person I know with that name. Oh, well, that is because I forbade anybody from ever being named Thebadias. How did you manage that? Well, I founded the Deep State, and I'm a ranking member of the Illuminati. You figure it out. I don't think I ever will. Then my work here is done. Whatever. Why don't you just teach the audience American history while we're on this road trip of ours, and while I take the next right? Ah, uh, yes, you are correct. Take a right at the stop sign. And you are also doubly correct that I need to teach American history to the American people and the lesser world at large with great American facts! <laughs> On today's Great American Facts, we take a look at the first state, a.k.a. Delaware. The great state of Delaware ratified the American Constitution on December 7, 1787, and was settled by the Dutch in 1684. The state was once home to Bob Marley for a time where he worked as a lab assistant at DuPont. Some say that he received an injection while on the job, causing him to invent the genre of music known as reggae. Wait, is that true? I mean, uh, well, I guess we found it on totallytruefacts.com, so it must be true. Anyways, the state is also home to Annie Jump Cannon, who classified over 225,000 stars. She hopes to one day visit each and every one of them, and I hope she gets her wish. The Diamond State also contains just three counties, which I'm sure is interesting to someone. I mean, it's Delaware. Joe Biden was a senator of Delaware, but he was actually from Pennsylvania. He talks about it all of the time. Um, so yeah, not that interesting of a state. Sorry, Delaware, it just, you were the first and that's it. This has been Great American Facts! What a great set of great American facts. Another great fact is that you will be listening to a commercial now to feed me money. Without that money, Tim and I here would not be able to eat on this great American road trip of ours, despite having over $2.5 million between us. We'll be right back. It's America, the podcast. America, the podcast is brought to you by Perfectly Manicured Front Lawns. Perfectly Manicured Front Lawns. Prove to your neighbors you can waste more money than any of them. And we're back, and there's a there's a there's a spot over there. I'm not fucking parallel parking this gigantic boat of a car, man. Like we need to find a parking lot with like I don't know Costco style parking spots, those big ass ones, you know? We're in Delaware. I don't think we're going to find anything like that here. Just just pull over here, and I will I'll, I will get out and guide you in. Are these cars even insured, man? If I hit the people behind us, like we don't have a lot of money to like pay people off. I will have the deep state disappear them if needed. Anyways, while I guide Tim into this parallel parking spot in front of Dave Richards Ice Cream Shop in Dover, Delaware, you can listen to very important readings.
On today's very important reading, we hear from John McKinley, the first president and governor of the state of Delaware, writing to his beloved Jenny while he was imprisoned by the British, explaining that he will be released soon. John McKinley writes, Philadelphia, August 11th, 1778. Dearest Jenny, I'm on a third application to General Clinton for a farther enlargement on my parole in order to more readily effect an exchange for Governor Clinton, to which exchange he had formally consented, he was pleased last Wednesday to grant the enlargement for a month, at the expiration at which time, should I fail to obtain said exchange, I promise to surrender myself again in New York. In consequence whereof, I arrived here in company with the Bear Lieutenant Hall of Cecil County, Maryland, on parole likewise. On Saturday's evening last, and on Sunday's afternoon and yesterday morning, I waited in company with Cousin Jonathan Smith on several of the members of Congress of most influence, from all of whom I received promises of their votes and interest in Congress for effecting this exchange, and they would endeavor to have the same mood for and brought on yesterday, or as soon as possible, notwithstanding of the great deal of public business now before that honorable body. But, yesterday, several expresses arrived from headquarters, and which I fear prevented its being then brought on, but I'm still in hopes of having it finished soon according to my wishes. Indeed, I have no doubt of succeeding when brought before Congress, but there is the difficulty in these busy times, and therefore I thought it best to stay and promote its being finished, that when I have the great pleasure of seeing you, I may remain with you, especially as I have heard by several that you are in good health. Adieu, therefore, my dear Jenny, and accept of the most ardent regards of your loving husband, John McKinley. There you have it, America. John McKinley writing his wife from prison, hopefully getting out of this hostage exchange that he is in, and only wanting to see his wife if she was indeed in good health. If she was not in good health, John McKinley was going to have none of that. None of it. You better be healthy for John McKinley, or not alive at all. I, I, he did not like his wife if she was sick. This has been Very Important Readings. A very important reading indeed. Um, well, America, I am still trying to get Tim to parallel park. Just pull in right here. Oh my God. You know what? We'll go to commercial and hopefully he'll be done. We'll be right back. No, turn the steering wheel the other way, goddammit! It's America, the podcast! America, the podcast is brought to you by Running for President. Running for President, channel your inner megalomaniac all the way to victory. We're back, and the car is parked, albeit, well, not at a 90-degree angle anymore. That's a cool 45. It's good. Oh, my God. America should be required to take driver's tests every five years. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with you on that. But, dude, it's fine. Nobody is on the street. Look around you. Man, we're in Dover, Delaware, home of... What, tax-free shopping? Oh, they love their tax-free shopping in Delaware. Speaking of, let's go inside and get some ice cream and talk to Dave Richards. Welcome to Richards, there with you in a minute. What the hell did he just say? I believe he said, welcome to Richards, I will be with you in a minute. His accent can be a little hard to understand at times, as he is one of the original state embodiments still left alive and was born shortly after me. 
People back in my time were a real mumbly bunch on the East Coast, especially in Boston. Aren't you from Boston? Yes, but I'm from the affluent area that still pronounces our R's, as in Harvard. God, you're insufferable. Thank you. Anyways, what kind of ice cream do you plan on getting, Timothy? I'm like lactose intolerant, so I can't really have it, but I, I may take a bite of yours. Why in the name of the Latter-day Saints would I give you a bite of my ice cream? God, this is post-COVID, Timothy. Gross. Get, get your act together. I mean, uh, all right, whatever. I'll just get oat milk ice cream. Hey, oh, I gotta know. Oh, Master America! Hi, man! Hello, Dave. I have been well. How about yourself? No, God, I got it. I was going to. Mumbly bunch? I told you. Listen, Dave, I'm going to keep this short and actually get a, uh, let's see, a cone. No, a waffle cone, actually. Oh, wait, do you have chocolate waffle cones? I do. Ah, wonderful. I will take a chocolate waffle cone of uh, chocolate chip cookie dough and, uh, Oh, my God. Ah, Texas sheet cake. Um, and I will also ask if you voted for me during the Embodiment of America voting ceremony. Us 76 us stick together! 76ers? Ah, yes, those of us still alive that were born before the revolution. I'll explain some other time. I think you just did. Ah, well then, indeed. Um, alright, Dave. Well, since you voted for me, I guess it's on to Pennsylvania. Um, how much do I owe you? Well then, my friend, I bid you good day and best of luck with this ice cream shop you have here and uh, all of your tax-free shopping. Oh, got a lot of tax-free shopping. Come on down to Delaware. Indeed, Dave, indeed. Uh, we will see you someday soon. Uh, goodbye. Dude, the Delaware accent is weird. Well, the Delaware accent nowadays is closer to the Philadelphia accent. Uh, think uh, mayor of Easttown, but easier to understand. What you just heard was a 1776 Delaware accent. Like I said, real mumbly bunch. Right, well, uh, okay, well, he voted for you, so where to next? You said Pennsylvania? Ah, indeed. We're headed to Scranton, Pennsylvania to meet with Esther Chavez, the embodiment of an only hope for Pennsylvania, as well as the CEO of Chambers Coal Logging and Pharmaceuticals. Ew, those are like the three evilest industries. Why is she the embodiment of Pennsylvania? She had a very powerful father who was also the embodiment of an only hope for Pennsylvania. Who? A person named Philip from Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney? Holy shit, does that mean she's... Thanks for listening, America. We will be in your ears again next week when we ourselves are in the great state of Pennsylvania. Don't forget to follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at AmericaThePodcast and on Twitter at AmericaThePod and me personally at Bastard Comedy. Follow the show on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave a five-star review where you can. And if you don't review the show, just remember, I have full access to the deep state and all of their vans and black sites. Have a wonderful American week, America, and you rest of the lesser world. And as always, good night and good fight. It's America, the podcast. This has been a production of Shway Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com.